Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Sally Potter here. Well, good afternoon, Sally. What a pleasure it is to chat with you. Good afternoon. Well, I guess I should say good afternoon for me. I assume it's nighttime over in London. Yeah, kind of early evening. Kind of early evening. Okay. Well, the main thing is we are here, and I have uh, been wanting to talk to you for a very long time. And um, what a great situation to talk to you about your latest film, uh, the film short, Look At Me. And I think everyone needs to take a look at Look At Me. My goodness, as usual, just top-notch, top-grade work from from yourself, one of the top filmmakers in the world. So I say congratulations to you. Thank you very much indeed. That's very kind of you. Well, now this film, uh, you have two of the world's uh, most, probably one of some of the most famous actors of all times here, uh, Javier Bardem and Chris Rock. And I, Mr. Bardem, I'm mean, like a, a groupie of his work. It's just amazing. Um, it's just ridiculous. It, it, one of my favorite roles that he did was the, the evil Scott in Skyfall. Uh, Silva. Yeah. Oh my God, that was just too much. Yeah. So here we are. What? Since this is a film short, was it any much of a challenge? You know, because you have such a stellar reputation as a filmmaker, as I said. But by this being a film short, was it was it a challenge convincing these two fine actors to be a part of this, or what? It was a conversation or two, (laughs) but I think they were both really interested in in the subject and the role and working with each other and working with me. And it was it was a very rewarding experience, I think, for all of us. It was wonderful for me, of course, to work with two such very different presences from each other. You know, they're both you know, real giants in in the entertainment field, but in different areas of it, of course. And um, so to put them together in that way was a very exciting thing to do, um, and we had to work fast. Um, and a short, a short film is a very demanding form, actually. Not really just a short version of a long film. It's like it has to have a really clear structure and move clearly and swiftly through the themes and have some surprises and, and so on. And both of them as, as performers, one known for his stand-up, of course, Chris, above all else, and have and have yet more for his more serious or and some of well different variety of roles in cinema, and um, came together and really um, really worked very well together, and brought the story to life. And so, which of the two uh, actors, which one did you talk with first, or, or just give us a little sum- summation on how that all started um i think i i talked with javier first but for this story it was um about meeting each of them first individually i met with javier in london and then in spain and then i met with chris in new york and we met and we went out and we talked together about it and um i find that's really the key with with working with people is getting to know them a little bit first and you know really talking about what we're aiming for and what the whole thing's about and what we think we can do and it's like building up a rapport so that 
you know, a real feeling of trust and, and mutual respect so that when you get onto the film set, you can move fast and, and, and they can trust me and the kind of things I might say to them and they're already well prepared and so they're, they're ready to take risks and, and uh, experiment with things on the set. And that's how, that's how it went, really. But they were both, you know, it was very important to meet them individually, privately first, I think, and build up, and build up a relationship. Now, was this film shot during the pandemic or was it shot as it was sort of winding down the, the worldwide pandemic part of it? Well, it was actually shot before. Oh, it, okay. it was shot. Um, it has a little bit of history behind it, but um, the editing was done, uh, you know, more recently. So um, it was completed after. So it's it's strange, isn't it? It's as if the pandemic created a great big kind of hole in everybody's life. Yes. <laughs> it's like time stopped or something, um, or the, you know, so so many strange things happened. But anyway, this film came out the other end of it and um, Lisa well now uh, since you if I'm not mistaken you are the writer of uh, Look at Me is that correct yes okay what inspired this storyline for you um, I think I was very interested in the way that uh, uh, the sort of power balance that there can be in relationships, in close relationships between people, professionally and personally, and to see what the the sort of the, the struggles are really in in relationship where people are close, but where one of the people seems to be more successful and more able to stand on their feet than the other. In this case, the one played by Chris Rock is the one who's who's playing the director of the gala that they're preparing for. And Javier is playing a drummer who is, it turns out, has many problems, including in the past an addiction problem. And so it's really as they, they begin to sort of work work that out through initially through conflict and, and later through tenderness uh, with each other and compassion. So that that's the, the arc of the story, if you like. Yeah, these are some very strong characters. Uh, and, and it's so interesting because the, the gentleman, the, each actor, they're, they're totally opposite as far as we were saying earlier, as far as the type of uh, the genre of the entertainment that they're in. Yes. And, and then yet these characters are, are equally as, as opposite as well. But it all works yes. out in the end. Uh, of course, we don't want to give away too much there, but um, <laughs> I, you know, whenever I talk to uh, filmmakers who do film shorts, especially if I and I love this film, by the way, um, okay. I always ask because I always want to know, and I'm just cheering. Will there be a sequel? Will there be a full feature? Will there be any any continuation for Look at Me? Well, um, it's not planned, but who knows where these things will lead. I mean, that's one of the intriguing things about making a short film. It's like, is it complete or is it a hint of something to come? And I, that, I have done that before in the past, made a short film that then turned into a long film. But um, I think in this case, I really wanted to make something that felt complete in its own right um, as a short film, especially as now people are not just watching feature films. They're watching, of course, television series and so on, but they're also watching short things on the Internet, on YouTube, 
um, or on TikTok or whatever. So people actually have a, a real appetite, I think, for telling stories in a, in a shorter way in time, but which still have depth and interest and and wonderful performances from people such as Xavier and Chris Rock. And so uh, when you were putting the script together, the, the whole project in itself, did you, was there, I mean, why why do a film short rather than a full feature, or what was that about for you? Well, um, I think this this particular story, which I originally wrote as part of a different, as a sort of film within a film within a different story, I think it just felt that it needed to be told in this way and at this length. You know, it's like the difference maybe between um, a short story and a long novel or, or even a poem and a short story. Sometimes the shorter form can condense everything in an incredibly intense way. And even though it's short, it can be a big experience, or perhaps even because it's short, it can be a big experience. Um, so I, I found I was just really fascinated to work in this form and see what it was possible to do with it, how intense how intense and how full it could be and how time kind of can stretch, you know, it's in a short number of minutes you can you can cover a lot of ground. So I think it was exciting for me and it was exciting for them too to tell the story in this way. Even though it is uh, a, a film short, I mean, how much, 15 minutes roughly, um, how many months or how many weeks of time did it take to uh, to, to cre create the film, to shoot it, I should say? To shoot, four days. <laughs> oh, my goodness, four days. Okay. <laughs> four days and one night on a, on actually, one evening on a rooftop in New York City. But, um, no, this was quick. Really? No, this was quick. But, you know, the real... The, the real work that takes the time, I think, with the film is, is the writing actually before, because, you know, you, it's not just about, as you know, you know, just having an idea, it's, it's getting it down and then refining it and then rewriting it some more and then refining it some more. And that's, that's where the real, the real, the real in-depth work happens. That's then the preparation for being able to move very, very fast in the shoot itself, where everybody needs to know know what they're doing and know where they're going, you know, um, and that's how this works. Working with, uh, of course, we all know Javier is uh, just a renowned dramatic actor, but working with Chris, Chris Rock, um, known the world over, as we said, stated earlier, for his comedy. So as, as the director, how how did you work with him knowing his background is so heavily into comedy? How did you bring out that dramatic part of him as an actor, which you brilliantly done by him. Well, I think that like many people who work with comedy at heart, they're very serious individuals. <laughs> you know, they're funny, very funny. They make you laugh. But Chris's stand-up has always dealt with, you know, really serious things. I mean, I think comedy is a brilliant form for dealing with serious stuff. And as an individual to know, he's, you know, thoughtful, thoughtful and, and quiet in many ways. I, I found anyway, that was my experience of him. Highly intelligent and 
I'm very open and respectful, open to working in a different way or in a, in a way he hadn't worked before. I mean, of course, he's done, you know, acting, you know, he's, he's, he's done straight roles and different kind of roles on film. But this, nevertheless, this was different yet again. It was covering new areas and bringing out a different side of him. Um, and he is a wonderful actor. He really he's is. And he has a very sensitive, delicate quality and nuance in what he does i mean i think it's very you know it's very impressive what he managed to pull out of himself and, and find in himself um and i think he enjoyed the process of getting there you know working together to find to locate that part of himself that is a different you know kind of performer well, if there's any doubt among uh, Chris Rock's critics to say that, uh, oh, he's just he's just a, he's a good comic, he's a good stand-up. No, he's also a very good actor, and I highly suggest his critics to go see uh, Look at Me, and he, it speaks for itself. His, his work in this film is very good. Um, okay, so as I said earlier about yourself, you mean, your name, your work speaks for itself. I believe you have over 40 awards and accolades from around the world your work is just phenomenal do you have any of your own work your own body of work any personal favorite films that you've done or what well i think orlando always holds a, a special place for me because it was my second feature actually but it was the feature that that uh, reached the wide a wider audience for the first time, so that was my first experience of really feeling like I was part of the world of, of the movies, I guess, of cinema, and um, that so that holds a special place. I also enjoyed making very much enjoyed making a part a film called The Party a few years ago, which was a sort of political comedy. So I enjoyed turning my hand to that. It's very rewarding to sit in the cinema and hear a lot of people laughing a lot. <laughs> so that was a, a kind of a new experience for me and a good one. Um, so I guess I would pick those two out in the first instance. I also made a film called Ginger and Rosa, working with Elle Fanning when she was very young, just 13 and absolutely brilliant. And some other wonderful actors too, Christina Hendricks, of, uh, of course, and, and others, um, Alessandra Navola, um and Annette Benning, and they were all great too. So um, I've been fortunate in attracting uh, through my scripts and through the work the possibility of working with such wonderful actors um, throughout and that's one of my favorite aspects of the work is working with, with actors and the process that goes on between the director and the actor to arrive at a new performance so I guess I guess um, if, if you're asking me about my favorite films I have to, like people say about their children, love them all equally. <laughs> because the same amount of work goes into every film, whether or not critics happen to like one better than another or, you know, whatever, something can get overlooked or, or it can suddenly get very successful and you never quite know why. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, I guess that's the way I feel about it. Well, I have a couple of last questions here. Uh, has there already or been any talk for you to work with either Chris or Javier for future projects, or are you just kind of all wait and see what happens or what? 
Um, we're, we have not engaged in discussions about future projects um, yet. <laughs> um, it depends, I guess. Yeah, it depends on the project, actually. People, um, it's always a project-by-project project thing and who's right for the part and so on. Um, but um, they're both people, of course, I would more than love to work with again. It was a very, it was a very great experience. Now, uh, Look at Me, I understand, has... Uh qualified is an Oscar qualifying film uh, I'm sure that would be make a huge huge difference as to whether or not um, a continuation of look at me hopefully will happen is that correct or what well I think yeah the wonderful thing about the um, any of these awards campaigns is it draws attention towards a film when there are, you know, so many films are being made. Um, and I think it, you have to have something that, that stands out, that, that reminds people, ah, makes them think, yeah, maybe, maybe I'd like to see this. <laughs> so, um, given that we all work for an audience and not just for ourselves, you know, we want what we do and I want what I do to reach people and mean something to people. So, um, I think the, um, the the uh, the whole the whole kind of Oscar way of, of drawing attention to some films is incredibly useful and it's nice to be at least part of that trail. Well, if it does actually get the nomination, this will not be your first time at the Oscar rodeo, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> or BAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I am really cheering for this film to go all the way and get the Oscar gold and come back. So. Um, <laughs> What's next? I, I can only imagine. What are you working on next, Miss Sally? What's next for you? Well, um, I've written another script called Alma, and I'm just starting now to reach out to various actors, and hopefully I'll be shooting that sometime in the first part of next, in the first half of next year. Okay. It's a very different kind of story, but um, it's about a, a family. A family who are starting to fall apart a little bit, but it's also a mixture of, of a comedy and tragedy in a way. Um, so I'm just at that exciting moment when I'm starting to see who might be part of it. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that one. Uh, meanwhile, does Look at Me have its own uh, social media handles and website or, or what? Or how can people see it or, or what? Uh, that's a very, very good question. Um, they can certainly see the trailer. That's available on um, on YouTube. And there will come a point where they can see the whole thing. Um, and, um, of course, I have an Instagram account, so I put out things about how it was making it and so on, and some stills and things like that. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it will come. It will come. Okay, I can't wait for everybody to see it. Now, what is what is your Instagram uh, handle? Uh, Sally Potter. Well, okay, at Sally Potter. Cannot miss that one. Yeah. All right, Sally, this has been such a delight chatting with you. I'm a longtime fan of your work. Uh, look at me. I'm even more of a continuous to be a longtime fan. And I highly suggest everyone see this film once it's available to, to all the public, starring Javier Bardem and Chris Rock. Directed by the one and only Miss Sally Porter. So Sally, thank you, Potter. I should say, where did I get Porter from? Potter. And so, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the okay. comment. And uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, hopefully I'll talk with you once Alma is released as well. Yes. Yeah.
Yeah, that would be great. Okay, well, happy holidays to you and your family. Okay. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com. Mm-hmm.